Chapter 2. The Components of Fertility Understanding the basic components of fertility allows us to home in on each aspect to optimise it for better fertility and natural conception. This should be done in conjunction with a broader view of overall general health, as explained later. Essentially, becoming pregnant can be broken down into three components. The quality of the egg and sperm, the sperm's journey to the egg, and the receptibility of the uterus lining. Follicles. Eggs. At birth, a woman will have between 500,000 and a million follicles, each containing an egg. Incredibly, with a woman ovulating just once a month from puberty to menopause, fewer than 500 of the 500,000 to a million eggs will reach ovulation. During each menstrual cycle, around 10 to 20 follicles are stimulated at once, with generally just one becoming dominant and ovulating. This number declines rapidly by the age of 38, with around 25,000 remaining in the ovaries, and then decreasing ever more rapidly until about 1,000 remain around the age of menopause, normally around the age of 49. Follicles are dependent upon good amounts of anti-mullerian hormone and androgens testosterone, androstenedione and sex hormone binding globulin. The follicle converts androgens into estrogens, which helps it grow. The follicles also need good amounts of protein and complex carbohydrates to grow. It takes 85 days for the egg to grow from start to finish. Uterus A woman's uterus lining is also known as the uterine endometrial lining. It should be thick enough to allow an embryo to implant and grow and shouldn't be hostile to implantation. At the start of the menstrual cycle, the uterus lining is thin as the lining has shed, causing the menstrual bleed. The release of estrogens by the growing follicles causes the lining to thicken. The thickness reaches its peak at around day 21 in a 28-day menstrual cycle, when implantation of the fertilised embryo should be occurring. The uterus lining has three layers, known as the triple stripe. Ideally, the lining should be at least 7 to 8 millimetres thick for the embryo to implant. The thickness of the lining is maintained by progesterone. Good amounts of blood are also needed to thicken the uterus lining. More and more women are discovering their infertility is due to a hyperactive immune system in their uterus, where the immune system prevents the embryo implanting into the uterus wall. The reasons for this are complex, but can be due to stress, an irregular lifestyle, poor diet, a high intake of refined sugar, and exposure to multiple chemicals, which I'll explain in Chapter 4. Sperm The volume of semen in a typical ejaculation is 2.5 to 5 milliliters, with 50 to 150 million sperm per milliliter, giving an average normal sperm count of 125 to 750 million. When trying for a baby, having sexual intercourse just around the time of ovulation sends billions of sperm on the hunt for one egg. However, only 1% of sperm will reach the cervix and only around 0.01% from each ejaculation will reach the ovary. Sperm health has been plummeting since 1938. This is mainly caused by exposure to chemicals, 
excessive stress and poor lifestyle, and diet choices. Making simple changes to a man's diet and lifestyle can have a massive positive impact upon his sperm quality, which we will cover in chapters 7, 8, 9, and 10. Because the sperm need to travel a vast distance, they must be strong and mobile. This journey from the vaginal canal up into the fallopian tube where insemination takes place helps to eliminate the weak from the strong and gives a higher probability that sperm with intact DNA in their head are able to reach the egg and penetrate it. However, the DNA within a mature sperm head can still have chromosome abnormalities. It's therefore important to try to improve sperm quality as much as possible.